the hole in my sock, the knot in my tummy, and my trip to the Galveston Symphony Orchestra by Marsha Wilson Rappaport. It was a sunny Sunday. It was one of those odd Texas days in the middle of the winter where a jacket was too much and a sweater wasn't enough. I slept late, looked at my schedule, and started toward an afternoon at the Galveston Symphony Orchestra. Started and then stopped. One of the things that keeps seniors locked into horizontal position is the dreaded morning inventory. It's a common procedure. You sit in your easy chair with your morning cup of joe and you catalog what hurts, what really hurts, and what feels like it's going to fall off. Often before you start, you've been pre-warned of what might collapse. For example, you might be tired due to a night of leg cramps, or you've already had the first glimpse of that swollen ankle you thought yesterday's diuretics had tamed. So I sat and realized my ambitious attempt at eating a full healthy dinner the night before had failed miserably. For although black-eyed peas are calcium-rich, your morning commute to the bathroom might also become enhanced. My stomach was giving me fits. At this point, I reminded myself that this trip to the symphony was critical to my mental health and a key component in my ongoing efforts to keep vertical. I admit, I had been struggling with my holiday poverty and was depressed in that go-to-work-and-fake-perkiness way. I needed music. I therefore took a handful of gas X, swallowed a Tums, and prodded myself into the shower. I dressed and then hit a more serious barrier. My socks! My good compression socks I had gotten with a near-magical coupon on Amazon had holes in them. I froze. After months of pampering them with woolite, they were acting like regular socks without the ability to keep my legs from looking like baby elephant feet. Worse still, I'm the world's most inept seamstress. My poor eyesight had always made threading a needle agonizing minutes of pushing a thread through a hole I could barely see. I sat there grumbling as my stomach cried out for another Tums. Moreover, I began to do the one thing that would keep me home. I pulled a lever on my easy chair and laid back. I sat there for a few minutes and contemplated picking up the kiss of death for all outside activities, the remote control. I contemplated the real worth of my mental health in a world now dominated by YouTube and Snapchat. Then I found a needle and thread, patiently closed the holes in my still very useful socks, and picked up my keys and left the house. Next challenge. I was on a roll. Once I got town to the 1894 Grand Opera House, I found a nearby free parking space and went to get early supper. To minimize my risk, I went to Little Daddy's Gumbo Bar, one of my usual haunts, owned by friends of mine. Because I always wrote glowing articles about their food, I knew I'd be greeted by smiles. That all worked until I realized that although I am sitting in a place with gumbo, brimming with seafood, and swimming in a perfect dark room, my tummy was screaming. Once again, I was tempted to go back home, get a pot, make some nice soothing grits, and grab the remote. Oddly enough, I was sitting next to the first and second violinists. They were all decked out in their appropriate black formal orchestra clothes and talking about the upcoming performance. I decided to screw my courage to the sticking place and order some steamed seafood. This move was far more extreme than you might think. I have a hard and fast rule about eating messy food before events, and yet I crapped those crab legs, 
peel those shrimp and dip them in butter while wearing my silver special event sweater. Then I walked to the Grand, fed happy and ready to support my mental health. I was richly rewarded for not allowing my aches, pains, and fear from stopping me. Grace Park, a superb violinist, performed violin concerto in E minor by Felix Mendelssohn in a breathtaking fashion. It was standing ovation worthy, and whatever musical heaven holds Felix Mendelssohn must have been startled by the loud clapping. Between her performance and the always delightful narratives and storytelling of conductor Tron Severant, I could feel the darkness and doubt slowly fade slowly away. I realized that Weber, Mendelssohn, Debussy, Hindesmith, and probably had plenty of holidays where the carols were sung over empty artists' bank accounts. When I finally got home, I realized that music had given me some much-needed perspective. I'm a writer. I will survive. But first, I need to find another killer coupon for a pair of new compression socks.